You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James and uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people about what's really going on in this world. Conscientization 101. A lot of these people right now in this conscious, so-called conscious movement, they're not actually living in that, in that lifestyle. Fakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're on the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based. Globally conscientizing. What's making me proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that, you know... Well, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, um, you, you leave that, you leave listening to our music with a feeling. The same way we're going to leave this conversation with a feeling. And um, that is the most important thing you know, for, for I and I, the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with. Because you might not remember every lyric, but you're going to remember the feeling. So um, that's, 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 that's really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing, doing, doing. That is how it worked, Dinsu said. Not the highest, though, the healer said. There are worse diseases needing healing. When one person in a community, body and soul, clashes with another individual in the same community, that too is a disease. But is that also work for healers? The ending of all unnatural rifts. Is healing work. When different groups within what should be a natural community clash against each other, that also is disease. That is why healers say that our people, the way we are now divided into petty nations, are suffering from a terrible disease. What do you say caused the disease? You asked some heavy questions, Domfo said. He looked at Densu, then turned to look at Araba Jesua as if he needed her help in answering the questions. But he continued, The events that have shattered our people were not simply painful events. They were disasters. They were strange, unnatural catastrophes. Those who survived them could only survive in part because they found ways to forget the catastrophes. When you're still close to past dangers that threatened to wipe you out, even remembrance pains you. Our people forget a lot of things in order to survive. We even went beyond forgetfulness to forget thoroughly the shattering and the dispersal of a people that was once whole. We have gone so far as to pretend we have always been these silly little fragments, each calling itself a nation. Is forgetfulness natural? 
It is natural, but only for a while, not for all time. Forgetfulness helps the diseased cross over the time of greatest pain. It is a sort of sleep, like the sleep brought on by herbs to help a sick man rest when his disease has exhausted him. In that case, forgetfulness works toward health. But when the period of forgetfulness is prolonged unnaturally, then it doesn't work toward health. It works toward death. But if forgetfulness is natural, what is there for healers to do? They can be ready to help in the awakening to life. When the time comes, learn the signs of life. Learn how to work with life against death. If forgetfulness is natural, what good is it to work against it? Sleep is natural, the healer said, even when it comes after unnatural disasters. But waking is even more natural. Healers are just awakeners of a people who have slept too long. The awakening is natural. Healing work is a part of nature very much a part. How long will the work of healers take? There will always be work for healers. Even when the highest work is done, that highest work, the bringing together again of the black people will take centuries. You, Dinsu, grown up, have been told you belong to the fancy people like everyone else at Esciano. No one told you the fancy people are no people at all but a single small fragment of one community that misfortune blew apart. Of that exploded community, the Asante are also a part. The Dechara, the Akim, the Wasa, the Suha, the Aoen, the Enzima, the Ekuampim. All these are merely scattered pieces of what once came together. Not only that, the Akin community itself was just a little piece of something whole, a people that knew only this one name we so seldom hear these days, Ebeberman. That was the community of all black people. The disease, the breaking up of that community, has taken centuries and centuries, thousands of years. Most of our people do not even wish to imagine any such possibility of wholeness. If you talk to them now of the unity of all the Earth's black people, they stare at you like idiots. Some can understand, but even they are confused. The healers are also confused. Not about the aim of our work, but about the medicines we may use and about what may look like medicine, but may end up being poison. Often, our confusion comes merely from impatience. The disease has run unchecked through centuries, yet sometimes we dream of ending it. (laughs) 
in our own little lifetimes, and despair seizes us if we do not see the end in sight. <laughs> Domfo laughed, the laughter of a man amused first at himself. Then he added, A healer needs to see beyond the present and tomorrow. He needs to see years and decades ahead. Because healers work for results so firm that they may not be wholly visible till centuries have flowed into millennia. Those willing to do the necessary work, they are the healers of our people. Excerpt from Ayikwe Armaz, The Healers. And on that note, we begin the, the revival. revival. On homegrown from the jawbone. I don't wear diamonds shining, I'm a walking gemstone. Spark the scene like a flintstone in your headphones. You can hear the cyclone demolish the well known. You need a chaperone, a whole team to guard your throne. Snap your collarbone, use it to stab you and hear you groan. Dudes ain't nice on the mic anymore, they're on their phones. Snapchatting and Instagramming, damn it, I damage drones. Not saying not to be social, but remember this is rap and you can get rap. Dumped in the river for slick chat. Ain't nothing sacred around the jaded and tainted. The rapper that I used to work with said my beat. Was dated, now he's on some more scr- trap shit. Wasted, begging for inclusion, dumbed down and pasted. Back in line with the shit, wanna go viral. Me, I'm entitled to spark the revival cycle. Wars that's tribal, friends and rivals. My kind is primal. They obey no laws, but make you swear on the Bible. I train for survival, you pray on arrivals. It's hard to be humble when they at homicidal. Fake gods and idols, you're the disciple. The ancestors call out for the reprisal. Head of Witness the revival. Ayo, the world is like a labyrinth with goblin kings taking the children or killing them just for their organs. Stone cold with no feelings. The streets is a movie. Masses are just picky and choosy, trying to be everything but themselves. Moody and loony. The next gen captivated by trends that's tedious. Phone in your palm, ring the alarm, poison the feeding. Must be the guardians for the young instead of mentally starving them. Spot agendas from the elite down to the parliament. Our currency that pays for overseas war and poverty. You grease the wheels for the empire, race the commodity. The army fights for who? Not for me or for you Step out of line Cause martial law Cage like a zoo No egotistical vanity surges The age is digital You clutch Babylon's breast Eat through the umbilical Back in line with the sheep Wanna go viral Me, I'm entitled to spark the revival This is a cycle Wars that's tribal Friends and rivals My kind is primal They obey no laws But make you swear on the bible I train for survival You pray on arrivals It's hard to be humble When they at homicidal Fake gods and idols You're the disciple The ancestors this was call out for the reprisal Hear the recital, witness the revival This is a cycle, wars that's tribal Friends and rivals, my kind is primal They obey no laws but make you swear on the bible I train for survival, you pray on arrivals It's hard to be humble when they at homicidal Fake gods and idols, you're the disciple The ancestors call out for the reprisal Hear the recital, witness the revival
welcome to another episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Conscientization 101 Podcast. I'm your host and senior editor, James Stone, for this episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast. Good to be back with you after some time now. Had some calamities happen, befall us, but we're back now. All right. And... As you've heard, don't we have a show for you today? All right. And this will be, I want to say this, this will be our last dialogue, our last interview we air for this year. So going into 2018, y'all better enjoy this shit right here. That's why we gave you something to revive you with. All right. As you heard from the intro to this episode, I was inspired to produce a track that I felt was appropriate. Considering this particular episode, as we hinted to you on last episode, we have for you none other than the natural disaster, our brother, Cyclonius. And we got Cyclonius on, and we're here to talk about his magnum opus, Impossible Last Solo Album. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. The Revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this album is a healing album, okay? I wanted to explain it's a healing album. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about the intro because you all know we love the work of Ayikwe Ama. And the book, The Healers, it's just one of many books I read personally uh, 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 every year. I I visit this book annually every year. Helps helps me uh, refocus my energy in this cesspool of Western culture, okay? So I was doing my annual reading of that book and I thought, hey, this is The Revival. So Armand and Cyclonus inspired a brother to get creative. And hey, this might be my brother's last solo album. So I was just like, hey, let me do something a little special. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I just wanted to say if I pronounced anything wrong in the reading of The Healers, uh, the pages was pages 98 through 100, okay? So if y'all pick up that book, you know what I'm saying? Just drop a brother line and see if I mispronounce something. But anyway, anyway, back to what I was saying, okay? You heard the revival. That was the intro track. You see, I did a little intro, but then I did his intro. All right, so this episode, we're going to talk to Cyclones about this, this phenomenal album. And we dialogue with Sykes on September 30th, 2017, about the revival. And we ended up talking for over two and a half hours. So you know we had to break this up into two parts. What you're about to hear are excerpts from part one of our unabridged interview call. Call, 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 call. Cyclonius, 
the revival. And as always, we'll let you know how to get the unabridged interview at the end of the show. And I, w- I want to personally thank Sister Zari, the managing editor of Conscientization 101, for, for, for all her editing throughout these years we've been up because this was a hard edit. And she, you know, I mix and master the stuff, but she gets the content into the size what to chop up and what to present, what to leave in the unabridged interview. And that takes a lot of skill, okay? She has, and like we always say, it's just the tip of the iceberg what you hear in the in the uh, podcast. And, I mean, the stuff we were breaking down with Cyclonius, oh, my God, you want to hear that in the unabridged. And we're going to let you know how to get that. But I just wanted to tell Susan thanks for all your hard work in that. Because I, I, I mix, I mastered, I say, I give it to her the whole thing. All right, now, what do you think is it? Me, personally, I'm like, whoa, shit. And all right, before I dwell into what today's show is about, you know, the excerpts from the Unabridged interview of uh, Cyclonus the Revival Part 1, I wanted to give a birthday shout-out to Cyclonus because his birthday is in November. And so, happy birthday, Cyclonus. And I also want to pay homage to our beloved brother, Kwame Toure, who joined the ancestors on November 15, 1998. We had planned to air this episode on... November 15, 2017. But things happen beyond our control, as I mentioned earlier. So we actually are recording this actually on November 17th. So, you know, it would have been earlier, but things happen. Y'all know how things go. Um, so I wanted to say happy birthday, Sykes. And Brother Kwame Toure, you already know how we do already. Keeping the conscientization flowing and going for the development of our people. Now... Here is what we will be discussing on this episode with Cyclonius about his unprecedented album, The Revival. The conceptions and theme of the album. Limitations of speaking English as a result of colonialism and not speaking our indigenous African language. The settler's mindset and the benefits they derive from that and their institutions. The importance of African-centeredness in creating the album and the power African people can have by operating and organizing with an African center. Okay, enough talking. The revival shall now commence. All right, we are here with our brother, CYC, the natural disaster, the natural disaster. He might have sent that over here in Texas to let these boys know what's up, okay? <laughs> let y'all boys, <laughs> let you boys invite know what's up. Sundown town, my ass. Okay. All right, and we are here to discuss what we consider, what we consider, what we consider to be his magnum opus. If y'all don't know what that means, y'all need to look that up, okay? All right. The magnum opus, the revival. It has revived me. Mm-hmm. This is what we call timeless music that we are talking about here. It's 16 tracks of fire, so I don't even know how this brother decides whether he's going to pick a video. Because, oh, my God, just to try to get this interview together. Sister Zara, I want to look you in the eye and thank you right now because you kept me from having a heart attack this whole week when I was putting these <laughs> questions together. Um, well, it took him 10 years to do that. Yeah. I mean, didn't, didn't you say it took you 10 years? 
Yeah, roughly 10 roughly years. Roughly 10 yeah. years, yeah, okay. You there you go. There you- <laughs> and then if you look at the brother's cover art, let's look at the cover art. It looks like a codex. Y'all, y'all brothers and sisters, look up what codex means. See, I can make you work on conscientization 101. It looks like a codex. The, the text is an ancient text. Is is the oh my god, it is in the is the, the gold and the writing on it. Y'all just this is it's like textured, like it's a textbook. There you go. Like a hardcover. Hardcover. There you go. <laughs> look at that. You're a CPA and you also know interior decorating. All right. So uh 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 so you this is an album you know you're gonna study and it just touched my heart. So Sykes, uh, if this is Didi, your last album, you know, boy, you done put your foot on it, all up in it, like we say down here. And also on a personal note, on a personal note, uh, the last track on the album is called Last Dance uh, with, with Brother Nate and, and, and April Showers. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, on a personal note for Sister Zari and myself, Conscientization 101, that was real special for us because the first time we were introduced to Brother Cyclonius' work, Africa, was with Nate. So when I saw that, I was kind of a little tear in my eye. I was like, oh, man, if this is the last dance, he, he came in with Nate. You know, Nate, you know, he, Nate said on the, on the last dance, stop watching that TV, y'all. <laughs> That's my boy right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Could you uh, please tell the listening audience about this phenomenal work of spirit and love and how it finally came together, like we just said, after 10 years? I want you to talk about the production, the inspiration, featured artists, track arrangement, and the fact that you called the song Chapters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to finally materialize. I want you to talk about how, and how all that came together to finally materialize as a perennial, that means enduring, work of art and inspiration. Cyclonius, take it away, the natural disaster. Take it away. Uh, peace. Um, enough love and respect for uh, giving me a platform to um, uh, speak about the revival. Um, you know, this this album technically was supposed to be out, um, if I'm correct. Um, it was supposed to come out 2012 or 14. But I'm glad you lot highlighted the revival. I mean, not the revival, um, the last dance. I'll start off with the last dance before I get into anything else to do with the revival. That beat, I'll have you know, not the not the words. That beat was made. Um, I produced it. But that that beat was made. Um, if I'm correct, I'd say that beat was made ten years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and it was like um, I always knew the beat was going to be something special. I I I knew that it was something where, um, you know, you've got different chambers within music where some people would talk. Uh, they'll get lyrical or they'll talk this. And that. I said, this is a song. It's tribal, like. I always had a when I when I make beats, I always I always see like pictures or I see visions of what is to accompany it, maybe visually. Mm-hmm. And I kept on seeing, you know, uh, you know the Matrix, you know, when they're all in Zion and they're, they're having this like party. It's like yeah, I remember uh, that Matrix too. I right? always I, yeah, when they they're celebrating um, before time of they should have been celebrating. If you see what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I kept on see, I kept on seeing that. So I just knew it was something epic. It's something where I had to uh, uh, speak about something for the family. So, I, you know, I, I would always tweak the beat and I would try and write stuff and I would, I'd throw away the lyric. I'd be like, ah, oh, that's not going on that. And then I remember like a, a good few years ago, I remember um, the first verse came to me. So I wrote that down. And then as soon as the first verse came, the hook came. 
And I've been trying to write a hook for that for years. And all of a sudden it came and it came so easily and it fit. So I wrote everything down. I wrote my verse. I wrote the hook. Um, I went to the studio and um, I vocalized my stuff and I'd done a rough vocalization of the chorus. Mm-hmm. So then I sent the song to Nate because I always told Nate, I showed Nate the beat and all that. And I told him I wanted him on the track with me. So when I gave the song to Nate, that he was inspired just so quickly. And then I think the next day he sent me something back saying, look, how about this? And I was like, wow, that fits so perfectly. And I think like maybe a few days later, he went to the studio, recorded his parts. Mm. So then, um, you know, I knew that it had to, um, the the chorus had to be sung um, with a certain tone. Mm-hmm. Then obviously through my circles of music, I come across April Showers and I said, she's she's perfect because she's got, to me, she's got like a, she's got an enchanting sort of voice. Where yeah, it's like, she does. It's very rustic, but it's um, like, it's very uh, melodic and it's very, she's got a powerful voice. It's, it's very unique. So I said, she definitely has to sing it. That's true. And the thing is, when I, when I took her studio to do it, you know, she got the... Um, she got the gist of the tone and the feel of it straight away. So we recorded that and we just, we, we, we put that on layaway. <laughs> um, um, not for that long. I think it was like, we recorded that song maybe about, maybe a year, two years ago from now. And then them lot kind of got a bit um, antsy at times. Oh, is the song, what, what are you doing with the song? Because obviously the song is big and I'm saying, no, don't worry. I've got, I never showed them the plan about the revival and the way that I was looking to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's 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 in a nutshell what happened with the last dance. When it comes to the um, the actual revival now, I'm glad you not picked up on. This is why I like you guys because you guys pick up on things perfectly, <laughs> and you're on you're on the frequency. That's what I love. <laughs> I always envisioned this album called the revival being a book, mm. and you know. Black people and pe- lots of people, I wouldn't even just put it as black people, but a lot of people don't read books that much. Oh, I know. Oh, we and know. I'm finding, <laughs> yeah, I'm finding, like, I'm t- I, I like to deal with high science when it comes to uh, um, the art that I project. So I'm, I'm like, everything has to be conceptual. So I'm thinking, okay, how can I give these people something which is, it's coming across like a Psalms or it's coming across like a Bible or it's coming across like um, something, something endearing, something um, precious. And a lot of, you know, like scriptures. Codex, Mm -hmm. ancient book. Yes. Exactly. So that's why um, you see uh, the the guy who does my artwork, he's, he's done my artwork for every, every single thing I've ever done. He's, uh, it's called, his company's called Bad Nephew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's done every, and he gets everything I'm saying to him. So I said to him, "Look, um, this is what I want the cover to. Look like. I want it to look like an old book. So when the hard copies come out, you, it's going to look like a book." So he said, "All right, cool." So uh, I made sure that the logo. I wanted the logo to be telling a story before you even open the CD. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the, the logo in the front of the um, the uh, the cover you're seeing a tree that's grown, that, um, that it's got a, a, a very large set of roots. Mm-hmm. And from the roots, it says revival. Obviously, from your, you know, a tree can't grow without its roots. And we're trying to revive those roots within you. And yeah. if you're looking at the fruits and the, the, the leaves that it's growing into, it's growing into the cyclonia symbol. Oh. 
yeah but deeper than i'm not trying to say that it's me that is um uh you know is the fruitful one no if you go into any african uh tribe i swear we spoke about this last time yeah we did anything that has swells in it it equals to life you know yeah. You know, when you see the DNA, when it swells, it spins and it turns. That's the whole point of the cyclonic symbol. It's, 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 it's life. Mm-hmm. Even through a natural disaster, natural disasters bring through life because it destroys and it rebuilds. So that's the whole point of the revival it, it, from the roots upwards is, is to bring through life. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we put it as chapters, well, not even we, the reason why I put it as chapters and I wanted it to be like that is because I wanted to, um, I wanted every song to be uh, meaningful. The only song, I wouldn't even say it's not meaningful, but the only song which is the odd one out on the album is STFU. Because <laughs> S- yeah. STFU is, is a bit much more on, you know, lyricism and mm-hmm. talking about the music scene and just telling these, these, uh, these trap rappers and some of these other rappers who, used to uh, be on the vein of uh, uh, spreading awareness, consciousness, um, the right vibration. They've, they've abandoned ship just to jump on the ship what uh, everybody else is sailing on. Mm-hmm. So that song's aimed at them, and it's, it is in the same vein, but it's just slightly away from what I wanted to convey. But if you listen to every other song, you know, you got songs talking about issues like Garvey and Invasion Day. Money. And, and my, yeah, stuff. Political that, economy. Know, they, I mean, it's great. It's, exactly. Yes. You know, so um, the revival, to, uh, in a nutshell, for me, is a digital book. For, um, it's for the world. You know, it's for the family, but it's for the world. It's for, it's for individuals. It's to spark conversation. It's to spark the mind to, to be like, what's he talking about there? It's, um, it's to make you look at other people in the world and understand other people's struggles. You know, um, uh, even though it is very Afrocentric, I wanted to talk about black people, but maybe the black people that doesn't normally get a vo- voice, because even though Africa's going through a lot, we have a voice, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And the, like Invasion Day, the Aborigines do not have a voice. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, we go, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm only skimming in it. I know that we might go into that bit later, but I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to give a voice to, um, an awareness to different parts on the planet. Mm-hmm. I.e., like, long time ago when I done that song, um, Don't Sleep. And I, and I said a line about the Tasmanians don't exist no don't more. Don't exist no Fucking more. story, I want mine for sure, yeah? If you, if to this day, if you go into that video and you go in the comments, people are, there's some dummy from Tasmania or some from that area is trying to say, what's he talking about? Tasmanians do exist. Rare, 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 I'm a Tasmanian. But this is what I'm saying to you about the mindset of people where they should research before they talk. Mm-hmm. The, um, the last Tasmanian... I can't remember. I was watching something the other day um, about it because I like to watch a lot of documentaries. They died. The, the last true Tasmanian. Yeah, I'm we, about I saw Black. that same one. Yeah, I think they took him to a museum or some of the bones yeah. and all. Yeah. They died, uh, was it 20 or 30 years ago? I can't remember when it was. But I'm saying the actual true bloody Tasmanians, they all was killed and wiped out. 
the same way that, um, that a lot of other people across the planet have, you know, the Europeans went out there and they dealt with savagery, you know what I mean? They, they, they massacred the people. Um, they did the same thing to the Australians. The Australians were billions set in that country, and now they're just like, what are they? Like, are they four percent of the nation? Yeah, they're 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 like big time minority, but they're overrepresented in the prisons, though. Yep. Well, you know, and this is what I'm saying. That so, in a nutshell, the revival is to revive the consciousness of the um, the man or the woman who is listening to that CD. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like you said uh, you bringing all this uh, this extreme uh, political analysis together, but you know it's the artist who can convey it and with brevity and and give it a um, I want to say more of a narrative and a heart and a, uh, and a and display it artistically more than sometimes referentially. But you know the artist within itself, you know it like when we listen to your music and listen to the revival, we it, it when I look at when I look at any type of piece of art book and like you said i we were the first thing we noticed was a book because you look at our logo it's a book we don't we don't you know what i'm saying we believe in reading and we believe in practice we notice it's a book i'm thinking like well what in is cyclonius filling his head with to put this out you understand because he's dealing with Mm -hmm. a bunch of political economy here and the thing about it is you know you're dealing with political economy and just for the fact that you put have to put this out because they can't put stuff out like this yeah that challenges that dominative narrative. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not so much that people remember the BS people say, it's the fact that people know to look at certain institutions and look at certain So it's like this. If I want to hear about black people, I'm not going to look at Cyclonius. I'm going to look at Tim Wise, the white guy, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to look at I'm going to look at some CNN report, not not somebody cuz we learn not to look at uh, trust our own uh, selves with what we say and you're dealing with settler colonialism invasion day mm-hmm. you're dealing mm-hmm. with colonialism and these are the political geopolitical uh structures that formulate the world in which we live in today i mean exactly. that's the whole thing like when the the, the asshole because we was looking at don't sleep last night when we was always talking about man that boy cyclone has got a thousand yard stare in that video boy everybody don't sleep and uh, uh um the thing about it is is that um um that's settler colonialism. You don't understand that you sit your ass right on that little, that island right there. You settler colonialism means that the inhabitants have to die. The custodians have to die. Like I said, the other uh, Aboriginal people, what they call us, Aboriginal people. Well, I, I don't even know the true name, but I'm just using what they say, Aboriginal people, right? They're overrepresented you know in jail. In jail. Go ahead. Sorry, no, sorry to cut you. Sorry. Keep what you're saying in your mind. I just want to throw this in there, yeah? Like... I don't like that name, Aboriginal. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Because Ab, if anything with Ab in front of it, is a negative. Mm-hmm. If it's abstract, it's abnormal. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. Anything I got you. with Ab, so if it's Aboriginal, it's, it's, they're trying to say they are not the original. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a negative um, connotation. It's a negative word. And it's, um, you know, I wish, I wish I, 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 I didn't say Aboriginal in um, Invasion Day because I, I I don't want to call them Aboriginals because they are they are very old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are one of the oldest people on the planet. We, you know, what I'm trying to say, and 
to, t- to, to, to give them the term Aboriginal, I think is very disrespectful. But anyway, so I just went to Friday. No, I totally... And see, that's the thing. Kind of like native. Yeah, it, well, that's what I was just about to say. I study colonialism because we don't have a racial problem. We have a colonial problem. And once you mm. put it in the context of colonialism, then you can see how you relate to people in other areas, such as, yeah. uh, 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 you know, what really happened in Iran with Mohammed Mossadegh when they overthrew them. It's a colonial problem. And so now yeah. you start to see things as post I'm just a chocolate-covered white person with a universal culture. And here's the thing. The thing is, when you listen to the essence of what you say, I just, you know, people want to say, well, you say Aboriginal. I say, fuck you. Because I say, I hear the essence in what you're saying. I say Mm. Aboriginal because I don't know the original word. I I speak English. You see what I'm saying? I Sometimes I say native, but I understand the term native comes from the direct, when English described all us that were to be colonized as natives, meaning natural people, meaning Mm -hmm. atavistic, atavistic, part of the background, part of we are less developed. We haven't gone through the human evolution of Darwinism so then you get mm-hmm, social mm-hmm, Darwinism mm-hmm. but guess what I can take your words your English and I'm gonna make it some African stuff so we might have to use the term Aboriginal because we don't know the proper term and that's what happens it's not just you can give me some money and be reparations we lose whole systems of beings and words and linguistics through colonialism mm-hmm. and they can yep. never pay that back so of course not don't beat yourself up on the head because we got the essence of what you were saying yeah, uh-huh. okay no 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 I'm just saying like you know that's just like, I wasn't directing it at nobody or nothing. I was just saying, like, you know, like, I'm a person who sits there and thinks, and then when you just think of the word Aboriginal, you know, like you said, we we, we only use these words because, you know, our, our native tongue has been taken from us, mm-hmm. so we're just speaking what we know, which is English. But when you go into their language and you check, you break down what these words mean, mm-hmm. ab is, when you put ab in front of something, it's, it's, not, it's not a good term. Mm-hmm. So... You know, even I was speaking to an Aboriginal the other day, and I said, "What is? What did you? What did you not call yourself?" And they said, "We didn't call ourselves anything. Mm. We didn't have. We didn't have a specific name for ourselves. Like, oh, we are the rah 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 people. Right, yeah. <laughs> might, you know what I'm saying? They might have had tribal. Like, oh, this is the rah 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 tribe. Like we did in Africa. You know, like the Mandinka and this. They might have had tribal names, but they never had that. Like, for instance, African is." We never call ourselves Africans. Nope. If you go out there no. and nope. say to them, are you African? They're going to say, no, I'm Fulani. I'm this and that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So these are European terms that we're using. So when you go into those terms, like I was just saying, like it's just, it's the connotation's not really good. The it's connotation good. isn't good and stuff like that. But we work with what we have to get where we exactly. need to go. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like, I'm not going to say I don't own a gun or anything because I don't make it. But you know what? You know what I'm saying? I live in Texas. So yeah, we have to go. move forward. We have to move forward. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> okay, so yeah. Zari, did you have anything you want to add? Well, no, nah, I was. You had. You were talking about the the person from Tasmania. You had already kind of said what I was going to say is that they people take these nation states as a given, and then they become that, and that's they that's their identity, right? So mm. the history that they learn, and especially that's the thing we have to understand. And it's hard for us to understand because we're Africans, we're black people, and we live under European oppression. But that extreme privilege that they have to be able to say, I made the world the way I want it to be, and then they just pass it to their kids, and their kids come out and don't really have to investigate much of anything because the world is created for them. So they can do what I call live by default, right? So they just live by default. So whatever's on TV, everything, all of that applies to them. 
And so they can take it on and say, well, I'm Tasmanian, you know, and not even investigate the fact that you came over there as a settler, as a settler. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know, this is just who you are. This is your identity. And if anybody says differently, well, like James said, all the institutions point to the fact that I'm a Tasmanian. All the institutions mm-hmm. point to the fact that I'm an American or I'm a Canadian, you know, and, and it's... That privilege makes it to where that's why I don't even I don't get into that kind of stuff with them because they they don't have any reason to see otherwise. You know what I mean? It's not going to benefit them unless they're just honest, you know, and they want to be honest. But for the most part, when you get all that privilege and all them benefits, you're never going to want to be honest. You're going to put that out of your head or not even hear it. You won't even hear it. You know what I mean? So mm. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's why those songs have to be made because yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, you know they, they're going to sugarcoat and brush out they're going to sweep that underneath the rug exactly. like, oh, oh yeah that's that you know let's get over this and no you know anytime you, we have a problem we have to look at where it stems from what the nucleus of it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why i love you know what there's so many uh uh great leaders or great spokesmen that we've had that's come and gone but one of my favorites like one of my like I like Henry Clark is and Dr. Ben are like two of my favorites, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's one obviously Malcolm X as well and all that, but there's one person that I love, I love to the T is um, Francis Chris Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was something where she said, um, I can't remember what um documentary or what lecture she was doing, but she was saying that. Anything that you're doing that is for the the benefit of our nation and for the for the youngers of, of our nation, the, the kids growing up, to help strength, strengthen their mindset into this uh, realm of white supremacy, then it's an asset to the people. Whether it's music, whether it's your teacher, whether you're uh, a policeman, a good policeman you know what I'm saying, or a judge or something, once you're doing it to benefit your people, you're doing, I hate to use the term, but you're doing that kind of God's work. You're, and that's what I want to do. Like The whole point of the revival is to, is to confront our fears. If you don't confront your fears, then you will never evolve and grow. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're in a spell of fear. That's what that CD was for, fear. Yeah. False evidence appearing real. We're in a state of fear right now. We're in a state, a state of witchcraft mm. where um, you're binded to, to, to stay in line, not to come out of line. Because if you come out of line, do anything like look, look at all our, our greats that, that, that came out of line and said, no, we're not, we're not having this shit. They got killed mm. or they got ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's 2017 now. We need to start looking at things for what they are. We need to be like, okay, we can see that that's bullshit. We can see that we don't want to be this way inclined. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that. We need to stand up and be ourselves, mm-hmm. not being a carbon copy or a, a clone of what they want us to be. Exactly. And, and that the, comes from us. And the thing about it is, it's kind of funny, like uh, we were saying about, Zara, you was talking about privilege and stuff like that, and certain conversations won't entertain. It was funny, a collaborator uh, 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 the Cyclonius collaborated with production-wise, you know, Chairman Math. It was funny. 
that that uh, song is called Sour Milk on his latest album, Alcoholic yeah. uh, Alcoholic Soul. And it was funny because I was having one of the moments before I heard the album. And I was like, man, I wish motherfucker, what white motherfucker would tell me like, oh, so are you, why, or why are you angry? Or, I don't understand. And it was just funny coming from, I, the irony, it was like just this week, come, and Chairman Mav released it. And it, he put that clip from Malcolm X in there. And you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And here's the thing. Chairman Mav is white. So the thing yeah, about yeah. it is, it's like, you know, there's truth. You know what I'm saying? If a motherfucker's a lying motherfucker, a motherfucker's a lying saying. motherfucker. You can be honest. You, you can know? be honest. You can be an honest person, but some people just don't. They just want to keep the privilege. And they don't want to keep the privilege. And then it is not our job as the oppressed to go searching out for No, it is honest. not. But if they happen to be honest... You, hey man, that's real shit. I like you know because shit. I was saying this. I say the same shit all the time. You know mm. what other human being? What happened to us? Would you ask that? If anybody who would even at, even ask that question is disingenuous. Oh, so what? what uh, why? Why don't get it? You know, and you can recognize that shit if you see humanity in people, and you got exactly. under, and you can understand that humanity is not just come out the cave, and humanity come come from Africa and. Uh, the cave, I don't know, but that's me being funny right there. But anyway, but no, nah, I'm just saying, I, I really, you know, I under, definitely understand what you're saying, uh, 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 Cyclonius and stuff like that. And it's just like, um, the thing is, like you said, it, it is doing God's work. It's doing Ogun's work. It's doing all that. And I, and the thing is, we're not use, using the term religious or the uh, 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 supernatural terms of uh, uh, religious, whatever term, spiritual terms, as a way to escape. You know what I'm saying? We're using it to dive into the struggle. And that's why we got to get all the, this uh, energy and organize it. Because the Kwame Ture, what do he say? Organize, 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 organize. But yeah, and that's what the revival is. It's yeah. like a, a, it's like a, a the 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 apex of organization of conscientized thought. Because one of the things that always brings us to our attention, one thing when me and Sister Zari walk around the house, but I know Cyclone is gonna kick somebody somebody upside the head because he do what he say and he say what he gonna do. You see what I'm saying? It ain't just mm. talk. Fuck the talk. Action is the real language. You feel me? So it's it's it's, it's all about that. And that's the thing. You got a bunch of people out here murder mouthing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I learned that from the Panthers. This book, uh, Look for Me in the World, where it just got re-released. But uh, uh, murder mouthing. Uh, uh, Sundi Adekoli said that. How many people I know have donated to a political prisoner? Just $20. Just something. That, I ain't saying I gave a million dollars. I ain't no millionaire. What did they say mm. murder mouthing was? Murder, I'm sorry. Murder <laughs> mouthing when you just sitting up talking about shit. Nah, I'm bad as nigga. I will do this. and These crackers I ain't going to do this. And, knowing damn well. Come on, man. We ain't even organized like that. Stargate known as the womb Left to grow up in this concrete jungle The cold tomb As an infant I had supreme knowledge and thoughts Through this system Individualism is taught Separatism Enhanced from the silver screen vision When your brother speaks the real vision Nobody will listen Strange animals Trolls and lemons Following devils I roll with the outcast Montuart rebels Caught my brother sleeping I had to wake him while he walked He nearly fell off the cliff He burned a spliff while we talked On a mission before I returned To my final Stargate And it's real moving in stealth For the rest desolate Or a G regulate a regular rat caught in a loop where the fallen kings is at Who you spit for a 
track for the minds in the same symmetry Can't see me through the audio, my frequency, you're feeling me Over the oceans like slave boats shipping me Hashtag, that's the only way that they listen, be The vocalist that verifies it vividly I bring the vortex straight to your vicinity What is outside is within The mind regulates the hand that masters the pen The pen is mightier than the sword But the tongue is mightier still The stargate to the minds revealed Yeah, ayo, what's outside is within The mind regulates the hand that masters the pen The pen is mightier than the sword But the tongue is mightier still The stargate to the minds revealed The vortex They look outside themselves trying to know themselves Thinking their thoughts are their own man is stolen wealth Paper burns into credit numbers that you keep in They have nothing to export your core fleet in To the trap that you love so much Death you clutch, smoking on poison Angel dust, click your wings when they aim and bust All lives matter, see that life shatter when they aim at us Fuck talk, man, the actions speak dangerous They create the paradigm, still blaming us Laugh at the monkey, trying to mimic its owner Why you do the same, Facebook shame, the game's over No matter how much I tried, yo, I couldn't slip in Bigger than the lines which my rhymes couldn't fit in Yeah, you do this for the money while I do this for the cause Every album I pound them and drown them With no pause, stay within the theater See the action's always near you when it's time to get real Stunt doubles, double dear ya I wonder what you're rapping for Is it just a leech to pour in the war? House niggas dead in the field for sure What's outside is within The mind regulates the hand that masters the pen The pen is mightier than the sword But the tongue is mightier still The star gate to the mind's revealed Yeah, ayo, what's outside is within The mind regulates the hand that masters the pen The pen is mightier than the sword But the tongue is mightier still The star gate to the mind's revealed The vortex Every seed our soul was manifested Absorbed in the elements and their complexes Perfect, majestic vortex sculptured in verses. The Picasso like statue might cordial to morbid spells of the vorticist, exposed to the night's tone with an armor unknown, spiraling beyond the scales of karma with the weight of the unpieced hereafter, sucked into the mirror of new realizations. Chronologically timed faces, a thousand images with one destination, spells of the vorticist, lost in a magical static garden of shadows. Fertilized thoughts, nitrogen to ashes A peek through the black hole drawn within the whirlwind of spectrum Vortices and spells of the vortices A sketch of the spiderweb maze from yours to mine The voyage through the utopic torment of vortex clairvoyance The still trance ambience, monsoon puzzle rhythm Classifying clarity in its elude Mystic vortex in a vortex moon and spells of the vortices the force of ferocious suns in motion, the mind depth detecting the text in the hocus pocus, the darts of dust in the insistence of minecraft existence, lost in paradise through the conscience of potion from a distance, spells of the vorticist, night visions of aphoristic asterisms, double overdosing dreams awake sleeping, grains of gothic in the forging of gluttonous algorithms. Now night tell my psych well, sleep trails dreams revealed, an old soul my mind falls rapturous arms wonderful spells of the vorticist. Just glancing at the uh, uh, track listing, you can tell this album is laying down what we called an Alfred, African Weltanschung. Okay, so just like Ooh. we talked about earlier, you say, well, why are you using a German word? Because all English derives from the German, sweetheart. I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And the Latin. Because the, 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 <laughs> the English is a bastard language within itself, and we've been colonized, exactly. by, been colonized by the best, right? Mm, nothing but the empire. My son never sets, but it's gone now. And basically, <laughs> a Weltanschung is a particular philosophy or view of life, or the worldview of an individual or a group. And so I say all that to say this. The African writer in Googie Wanthongo from Kenya 
always stresses the fact that all people need to be centered in their own worldview of their people and that there is never one center. You know what I'm saying? And when people try to say there is one center, that's a sign people trying to uh, dominate you. You know what I'm saying? They say, oh, there's only one way of being. Oh, what do you mean, African? We all come out of Westminster democracy. Oh, that's yes. Universal. It's oh. universal. That's They're trying to dominate their interlocutors. And so basically what Ngugi is saying about how one center is related to another uh, uh, center and how the African relates to the European center and how the European center relates to the, to the African center. And when you have this understanding, you know, you don't get confused when liberal colonizing, just kind of like I kind of mentioned, we say we're all the same. It's just skin color. You know, that gets blown out of the water because, you know, they have their version of nationalism, which they always value conquering and dominating and all this stuff. And then you have the, in general, the African, when it's in its purest form, nationalism, where they want to be, you know, uh, they're, we're, I would say we're more uh, looking at Diop's two cradle theory. We're more xenophilic as opposed to xenophobic. And so, mm-hmm. so you have two different nationalisms, and we'll get into nationalism a, a little bit later around the world. But um, uh, 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 throughout the revival, we definitely hear a message of Africans needing to reclaim our center, what I was talking about, that center. How important was this in producing this project? Like you said, how when you did you go into a vortex? I mean, I mean, how did you say because you know, people try to like say, well, I'm black on this side and then I can be regular. Well, you, it's, they're not, ex- you can't bifurcate the two. You see what I'm saying? And mm. in order to appreciate Cyclonius, you got to appreciate that he's an African as well. You see what I'm saying? And that, that, and this, that's why you have this codex. That's why you have it in chapters. So talk to us about how important, how important this, this understanding, this center was when you, when you went into this project, brother. Well, um, to me, life, life is just a, a teardrop in the ocean. Like, you know, we, we are, I remember when I was 16, I thought I was the biggest, baddest in the world. I just reached 16. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm coming into adulthood. And like, what I'm trying to get at is life just moves so quickly. And Yes, it does. You know, just to be real with anybody who's listening or just to be even real with myself, I'll be gone from the planet. So soon, I'm 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 not too far away from forty. So, you know, you're approaching, as they will say, midlife, and then after yes. that, you're gonna, you know what I mean. So, not to get all sounding a weepy and all that, but I'm saying like, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm saying to myself, what does what is life all about? What what are we really here for? Mm. And and um, my whole thing is, how can I contribute? to uh i hate to use the term but mankind how can i how can i contribute to the human race how can i contribute like those people that i look up to and how they contribute to 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 us how can i touch other people the same way um henry clark made me love myself and made me understand other people in this um in this world you know how can i how can i uh, stand up strong and be like a Malcolm X to to other people. Not trying to, again, I don't want people to think I'm looking to be a martyr or anything like that because that's not what I'm here to do. I just want, because um, I, I have a daughter, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking to have more children. My, 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 some of my closest friends have got children and 
some of my, not even some, a lot of my fan base have children. So how, what can I give to everybody that will benefit them? Even if they, even if it benefits me, them buying the CD from me, how can I give them something that in 10, 20 years time, they can play that CD and they say, wow, this, this CD is still relevant today. It's still, it still bumps. It's, it still sounds fresh. Um, and it does something for the soul because remember music is frequency, it's energy. Yeah. Us having this dialogue that we're having now, we're sending energy to each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So mm-hmm. how can I, you know, they had that saying about when you, when you, when they you speak bad words to one plant and you speak good words to the other plant, one plant flourishes and grows, the other plant withers and dies. How can I breathe life into the minds of my people um, uh, through my through the frequency that I put out. And, you know, that's what I was saying. I wanted to revive my people. Mm-hmm. That's what this CD is for, is the, revive, is the revival for our people because everything moves in a cycle. That's why I said on the start of the song, this is a cycle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> exactly that. This is a cycle. So I'm trying to bring us back to our to to the greatness that we once that we once had, not to try and be the same people, because obviously, every, obviously we always move forward. We don't move yeah, back. Exactly. But exactly. Move backwards. We need to get a touch of of our greatness, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to say. That you know, um, the actual song, the revival, was the last song that I created for that CD. Wow. Yeah, and it, because it's just like a film or a good book. If you watch a film and the first five minutes doesn't capture you, you don't want to watch the rest of the film. <laughs> That's you? me. Be like, That's how I roll too, that baby. You if That's you're reading the book, yeah, and seconds. that writer doesn't catch you, you're going to be like, uh, should I really invest my time? So I wanted to create an intro that is going to uh, sum up the whole of what they're going to be listening to. Yeah. That's what I was you know, thinking you were going to say. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. again, the, the, I try to make everything plain as day but like, I didn't want people to overthink of things when you see the CD and it says revival it is telling you what the CD is trying to do mm-hmm. it is trying to revive the consciousness the frequency that we once had there was a frequency of the mind of of our people that built pyramids that people still to this day can't work out how and what it was for mm-hmm. But that 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 energy and that thought process resides in, in our DNA. Yep. So it's still within us. It needs that electronic pulse to go through us to revive it. So that's what I'm really trying to do. I'm trying to just like I said before, just revive my people. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to add uh, this. It's kind of like um, we had talked uh, uh, a last time. A last time it was before we actually started recording. We talked and. And I'd also, you know, one of the things about the revival, you know what I'm saying? And also your work, we really like, especially Escape to Reality and stuff like that, or The Chosen, we really like how lyrically how you uh, can really disembody somebody. Uh, you act like Raiden, heads busting like Raiden when you misbehave. I, I, I like I like when you be, it's always love when you be killing people with butter, butcher knives because you couldn't afford the tech. It's always creative. It's Acting like Raven, you gave me, you took me back to Mortal Kombat, acting like Raven when I misbehave. I was like, man, I'm, I'm saying all that to say this, and uh, uh, I love that creativeness, and I love all, all that stuff, and I love that, and I like how um, 
And you know, people might get it twisted, like, well, damn, this is it's a very you know, Cyclone is a very aggressive rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you can still hear that love. When he says he's gonna destroy, that's why I love you. You are gonna destroy. Because you make it clear of who you're gonna destroy. Yeah, and we gotta get rid of <laughs> bullshit. And even if you ain't got the tech, you got a butcher knife running around this motherfucker. And so <laughs> I'm I'm saying all that to say to say this. It's kind of like what you said this one time, and you your music your music has helped me out with that. And talking to you and also talking also with Ragazulu Rebel and talking to him, I kind of y'all said pretty much the same thing. You was like, you know what? We can d- disagree with other brothers and sisters and stuff like that as long as we're trying to build. It ain't got to be so uh, uh, animosity in that ego where we'll try to like really hurt somebody. Behind, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's a part of the revival spirit. Not to say we ain't got to bust some heads and shit. But, you know, it's for the love. It's kind of like when you get your ass whooped from mom and daddy and them. It's, you know, I I, I just really, I just, like I said, like the album is, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a work of the spirit and really inspiring because, you know, we've, we've discussed it. I've discussed it with a lot of people in the work we do. That's why we have to organize. And like you said, even if it's not in, in music, we got to figure out a way to pull together and hone in what we say we're going to do and leave it to the children to come. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Even if it's our children, if you adopt children, because I believe black people should adopt children too. So yes, them other nasty perverts shouldn't adopt our children. But and not get so stuck on, oh, well, my family, that's a retreat into self. You know, we got a whole bunch of stuff we got to do. But you got, I mean, the revival, man, just the title in itself. And like you said, the cover art, the book, you know, you know, we look at our look at our logo, it's a book. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so well, you know, that was the first thing we really peeped game on. And so Azar, did you want to say something? Because I'm just... No, I mean, I agree. The one thing that I've said before, and I'm just going to say it again, is that when you listen to your music... And 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 anybody's music who... I mean, any, any music, but it's important for music like yours because it'll be playing in your head all day. You know what I mean? Like you said, the, the frequency. So if you're mm. listening to, you know, B... Shut the f up and all this other stuff and all this other crap crap they play on you know, regular mainstream radio. Then no wonder you act the way you do. I mean, you know what I mean exactly. because it's in your head and and like you said, it's a frequency. It becomes uh, it, it pretty much becomes a part of your like your life. It becomes a part of you. So it is important, like you said, to put out you know messages that breathe life that don't make you destructive and make you self-hating and make you, you know what I mean? Because it's a, it was the revival I couldn't get out of my head. Yeah, I wake up in the morning we were, with it in my head. Yeah, we were, the last two weeks. Yeah, that's, that's great. The last two weeks, I've been rocking around hidden colors because I, I haven't memorized powers combined yet. So all I got is hidden colors. I've been doing around doing it and I've been rocking around the whole house going to Rise King. I've been saying Arise King Jimmy my, for myself. Arise King Jimmy Rasta. Brave Star Productions. Oh, yeah, mean, so imagine if you wake up in the morning talking about, you know, B's ain't S and all this other crazy mess, and you wake up in the morning thinking that, then you're a crazy person. Yeah, man. But you see, you see, remember, um, these wicked individuals know the power behind the same things we're talking about, about frequencies, mm-hmm. about um, the lower and higher self, about the power of music. Like, for instance, they always like they always say, you know the best way to teach a child? And obviously a child, he, he transgresses into like, um, adults. Now, but the best way to teach anybody something is through stories yeah. or through song. Mm-hmm. Yeah? 
So if you've got if you've got a repetition of a song where like um look at that let, 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 let me say a song that I like but I know is wrong. Let me think of one. Okay. Um look at that song to the window to the wall. Yeah, that's that old shit. To the, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Look at that song, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's a song that we all know, but it's not a song that we're going to want to turn around and play in front of our children. Uh, no. <laughs> right. So what, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, but they have these songs playing constantly yeah. to the point where there's a saying, you are what you eat. So mm-hmm. that, that goes across the whole spectrum of things. Like if you're going to eat um, something like people like, like bait and pork, what people say that's not good for you, whatever that, that poor um that pig was doing or consuming and all that is going to reside in you because you're you're consuming the the, the flesh. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna if you're gonna be there consuming the bees and the seeds and the fus all all the time, mm-hmm. that's the lifestyle and that's going to shape your lifestyle and culture. Yeah, yep. do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I want that like, again. I wanted to say make something that is going to be uh like force force has this saying. He goes. He always, when it comes to certain music, he always says, "Oh, that music's undeniable." Like, how should I say it? You know, like, um, what's the artist's name? D'Angelo. That last album that he he dropped, Force was saying, "Yeah, that music is undeniable," and that's the sort of music that I want to create. I want to create something that's undeniable. That when you play at any point, like in the future from now, it's it's still going to affect you the same way. It's still going to be undeniable. It's still going to sound beautiful, mm-hmm. and you can play it in front of whoever you can play it to, to the elderly or to the young and it's going to conjure up something. It's not going to, you're not going to hear him be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Turn that off. Like it's going to make him, you say, what's the offer? Mm-hmm. Who's Marcus Garvey? Oh, not even that. Who's Marcus Garvey? Oh, I didn't know that happened to Marcus. Right. And it's going to make you want to pick up the book and read about Marcus. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's going to be done in a way where it grooves you, it it, it it moves the soul, like it makes you want to dance, it it makes you want to clap your hand, it makes you want to sing along. I write I write things the way I do on purpose, like that song Money. Oh, I, I sat down and I said to myself, how could I talk about money, yeah, mm-hmm. but make it um, easy listening, but make it to a point where it's, it's actually very catchy and then you'll be like that song. I had the hook written. I wrote the hook before I wrote anything on the song. I said, this is mm. definitely how the song has to go because the hook was so catchy and it anybody on the planet can hear that song and relate to that yeah. because you spend yeah. all your life trying to make this money <laughs> yep. and your, your friends and your enemies want to take, take it, it from, from me. You. I spent all yeah. his life trying. <laughs> yep. You can't stop. You can't stop making that money because when you stop, in the Western world, when yep. you don't have yeah. money, yeah. you can't eat. Yep. Working nine to five the whole week. I can't even. I don't even want to keep saying the, the lyrics, but you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. so. Uh, the whole point of this album, conceptually, was to make all sort of people sit down and reflect themselves. They have a mirror image of themselves, and because that's what it all, it's all about. We we that's everything ties into everything. It's not about the ego and worrying about what other people are doing. It's about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's holding yeah. it into yourself and have that mirror, that mirror image effect, and say to yourself, "How do I feel about this? Is if I'm going to be real with myself, is this correct or is it incorrect?" Yeah, you know. So, yeah, man.
about your paper But watch out for your crooked neighbour Who smiles in your face but plans to rearrange her They see you hustling and hate your self-determination Rather than inspiration, your fall is their fixation In every location, a situation, altercation It's the same old, the panel is activation Bartering was currency in the foundation And golden jewels was used to prove acclamation Sly foxes set up banks for your application To store your golden receipts is your captivation You promised to pay the bearer on demand slating Riddled in debt before you set off to start creating The person who controls the money runs the whole country You squabble for pennies, the trillions got them living comfy Yo it's a rap race for the milk and the honey The cream, the big cheese, the seeds for the money If you don't have peas, you can't eat Work a nine to five the whole week Through the heat or the sleep Taxed on everything Far from the street with deceit You lap it up, work hard, sleep, then repeat Some gyan I respect you if your pockets look bleak Your butters but you got cash, your her heartbeat We act offbeat to the rhythm of life Swear we won't do it man, but if the price is right You sell your soul like Kanye, he said it himself Money is numbers, never ending You're playing yourself, work within your community Solidarity, unity, make it circulate around yours The opportunity is asked for the taking The choice that you're making is devastating And breaking our levitation It's a rap race for the milk and the honey The cream, the big cheese, the seeds for the money This is where we got to leave it for now, but not to fret. If you want to finish listening to this Cyclonius, the revival, part one, in its entirety, all you have to do is go to our store, and there you will have access not only to this particular interview, but to all of Conscientization's 101's unabridged interviews, musical commentaries, and merchandise. And most importantly, you will be supporting 100% independent media. And like I said, we promise you, just as with all the underbridged interviews, the podcast was just the tip of the iceberg. We touch on so much more, so you definitely want to get the underbridged interview from Cyclonius, where we cover, in addition to what you just heard, being an artist versus being popular and wanting inclusion, narcissism in social media, and Negroes using blackness to make a career without any positive relationship to black people. 
Now, didn't we tell you? Didn't we tell you? That's just the tip of the iceberg. So you need to go ahead on and go pick up that unabridged of Cyclonius, the revival, part one. Okay? You, you thought you heard some stuff. Woohoo! You go you thought you was revived. You put this together with his album. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, go! Fill me with the strength! Now, this episode has featured sounds from, 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 not listed in the order they were played, Cyclonius, The Revival, The Vortex, and Money, from his album, The Revival. Chairman Math, Whistle, from his album, Paint. And if you want to hear Cyclonius on the same track, check out Cyclonius and Chairman Mav's track, Hostile Leadership, from their album, Hostile Leadership. We wanted to thank Cyclonius for taking his time to dialogue with us as well as wish him a happy birthday. And for more info on Cyclonius the Natural Disaster, check out his social media and affiliated websites at, 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 at Twitter at Cyclonius Instagram at Cyclonius Facebook search Cyclonius website cyclonius.co.uk Bandcamp do a search for Cyclonius links for music featured in this episode are available in our show notes links for social media and affiliated websites for Cyclonius are also available in our show notes And don't forget, when you visit us at conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com, sign up to our mailing list for exclusive information and downloads. Hit up our store, support 100% independent media. And also, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Conscien1. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1. On Facebook at Conscientization101 and Instagram at C101Editors. Also, I want to just say, when you check out that mailing list, we got a new uh, template going on. So we branded it. looks a lot better. We figured out how to do, uh, get that thing rolling. So check that out. You'll notice we what we put into that with the new mailing list sign up. So go ahead and sign up. Just wanted to throw that in there. So when you see it, you're like, wow, this looks nice. All right. Anyway, so we're going to see you next time with Cyclonius, The Revival Part 2. And in the meantime, if you haven't picked up the revival, go ahead and pick that up right now, okay? Because you're going to be like, man, I feel so revived. It's like B12, Yerba Mate, black tea, and black coffee. That's what the revival is. Except it ain't going to leave you all jittery and fucked up and shit. It's reviving you. And on that note, we are out. Peace.